the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO. Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Even as Ukraine celebrates some victories on the battlefield, it's facing a new challenge. Trying to keep its economy afloat as... Correspondent Karen Chamis reports. The Ukrainian government has the looming challenge of needing to pay for the cost of war without it affecting ordinary Ukrainians. The government also needs to try to avoid piling up debt that could hamper post-war reconstruction. Meanwhile, Russia's economy has fared better in the war. Despite Western sanctions, Russia's high oil and natural gas prices have bolstered the Kremlin's budget. Plans by the EU and allies in the group of seven democracies to place a price cap on Russian oil sales aim to change that. Analysts say if Ukraine can keep their economy afloat to the middle of next year, the economic situation will shift strongly in Ukraine's favour. I'm Karen Chamas. U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn says she expects a victory for Republican Herschel Walker on Tuesday in the Georgia Senate runoff election. This is SRN News. Brandon Tatum says it all starts at home. Young men growing up without fathers is the detriment of our society. When you think about the murders, you think about the homeless, you think about people who are incarcerated, people who are dropping out of school, majority of those individuals do not have a father. And for whatever reason, as a society, we don't prioritize that like we should. The Officer Tatum Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Your forecast today, high of 16 and sunny. Mostly clear skies tonight with a low of 12. Sunday is sunny with a high near 30. Escape Minnesota's winter chill. Kick back on the island in Barbados. We're giving away a seven-day, six-night stay at the Crane Resort in Barbados. Register once each day between now and January 31st. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. am1280thepatriot.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty. The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, ShotInTheDark.info. Twenty years going on twenty-one years strong, dominating Twin Cities, uh, the the middle ranks of Twin Cities blogs. From back when people kept ranks of Twin Cities blogs, I was kind of right in the middle there, somewhere below Powerline and Ed Morrissey. Somewhere above, uh, I don't know, blog of the moderate left, I guess. Anyway, tucked right in the middle there, but not mediocre. Of course, this broadcast itself, heading rapidly towards its 19th anniversary on the air, which always blows my mind completely. Uh, 19 and a half years, well past now. We're actually into 19.75 years 
on the air. March 6th, of course, our anniversary back in 2004. And we will have to come up with that 10th anniversary party once and for all here. I've only been talking about it for nine years. Anyway, welcome back. My name is Mitch Berg. You knew that. Uh, Jack Tomczak normally coming up after 3 o'clock today, but today uh, we'll be uh, having uh, NASCAR Kelly is going to be in to fill in for Jack. We'll see uh, who she has in uh, as a guest. Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. And, of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We've been dominating Twin Cities media and making it look easy for almost so close to two decades now. It just almost hurts to say. Speaking of things that almost hurt to say, it's the Republican State Central Committee meeting going on right now uh, somewhere out in the western. I don't even know where it's going on this year here, but uh, the, the convention is is going on right now. The, the State Central, by the way, is the meeting of all of the senior leadership of the Republican Party and the committee of people who are elected by the various a BPOU is a, a term I've always more or less disliked, but it's the, the lowest level endorsing body in the Minnesota GOP. It can be a legislative district. It can be a house district. It can be an entire county in outstate Minnesota. But whatever it is, it's the lowest level uh, that endorses for legislative uh, partisan office in Minnesota. And uh, it's it's a group of probably 150 to 200 people who show up for these meetings. They have a great deal of power in the day-to-day operation of the party. And in fact, they are exercising that part of power as we speak by endorsing a new chair for the Minnesota Republican Party. And things are flying. I, I've been watching the Twitter feed from the uh, state central committee. That's a hashtag SCC22. I've also been uh, following the feed from uh, my good friend Jennifer Diedrenette, who is live at the uh, State Central, and things uh, are apparently flying there. Uh, Frank Pafko wrote me during my pre-show Facebook shout-out that the dissident uh, dissidents have managed to suspend the rules and allow for nominations from the floor. And now things are getting interesting. Philip Parrish has been nominated from the floor. Tyler Kistner was nominated but refused the endorsement, so apparently not... Not running for, I, I didn't know he'd ever even thrown his name in. We are hopefully uh, looking to have someone turn up. And, of course, uh, NASCAR Kelly will be uh, talking about State Central at some great length. Uh, I think Mike Murphy may have also been running, as far as I can tell. So we'll we'll find out uh, more from State Central as we continue to watch the Twitter feed slowly leak information out of the event here right now. It's It's been an eventful week. In the sense that no one really needs any more events in a party like the Minnesota Republican Party, news popped out this past week. Former Republican Chair Jennifer Carnahan has sued the state party in relation to her ouster, uh, claiming her ability to uh, get new jobs in politics was damaged by remarks made by past colleagues. Carnahan's lawsuit filed on Thursday in Hennepin County District Court. Uh, This is, by the way, from a report by Brian Baxt at Minnesota Public Radio. Uh, Carnahan's lawsuit was filed Thursday in Henko uh, District Court, alleging she was improperly disparaged in violation of a separation agreement she signed in August 2021. That's all the longer ago it was. 
gosh, I remember that. It feels like it was back in 2020 or 2019 that all of this brouhaha went down with Jennifer Carnahan. No, it was just just 15 months ago. Carnahan resigned uh, amid allegations of a hostile work environment and other internal troubles. She was paid about 38 grand when she stepped down. Uh, we we talked about this at great length. Jack Tomzak, of course, had a memorable broadcast about his time working as uh, in the communications office at the GOP and her his impressions of Jennifer Carnahan, uh, of which more in a moment. The party immediately fired back with a countersuit, saying Carnahan's actions damaged the party's reputation. The counteraction also criticized Carnahan's association with. <laughs> a major operative and donor who is facing a raft of federal charges. Uh, That would be Anton Lazaro. Uh, Carnahan declined comment. uh, Quote, uh, Carnahan's lawyer, Matt Schapp, uh, responded, quote, a number of people who were involved in the party and bound by the uh, non-disparagement agreement were on social media and in public, essentially saying negative things and disparaging Ms. Carnahan publicly, acting almost as though the contract didn't exist, said Schapp. Since she stepped down, several party officials openly questioned Carnahan's fiscal management, her leadership style, and her association with Anton Lazaro facing current uh, federal sex charges, uh, sex trafficking charges, I should say. Very different things. In a filing associated with her lawsuit, this is again uh, uh, Tom Baxt uh, from Minnesota Public Radio. Uh, Carnahan disputes each of these allegations and said she has no knowledge of Anton Lazaro's alleged misconduct. And hasn't been interviewed by investigators. Carnahan is seeking monetary damages in excess of 50 bills, which is a standard amount listed in civil actions in Minnesota. She's kept a low profile since running unsuccessfully this spring for her late husband, Jim Hagedorn's congressional seat in the 1st Congressional District. Shop said Carnahan has faced several repercussions. I want to go through this real briefly here. Quote, when things are said in the press particularly negative things about Ms. Carnahan, they have an impact on her reputation. They have an impact on her ability to find work, to to participate in politics, said Attorney Schapp in a phone interview yesterday. Quote, and so it's had a significant impact on her reputation in the community. I, just speaking purely editorial here, uh, in my own opinion, I, I have a hunch that the reputation Carnahan had as a manager and as a both a manager of people and of money uh, is widespread and ecumenical enough where I don't think the problem she's having getting work comes from disparagement from people bound by a non-disparagement clause. I, I think that's putting it delicately and diplomatically as possible. I, I say this as someone who supported Jennifer Carnahan when she first ran for office for the, uh, for the, the chairmanship of the Minnesota GOP. I say this as someone who believed or wanted to believe that she, as a new direction, was worth taking. I say it as someone who feels deeply burned by her tenure in office. Is there a case to be made that things happened that were beyond her control? Perhaps. Is there a case to be made that her control didn't help matters one bit? Well, I will defer to my friend and colleague Jack Tomzak and his observations about her management style. I I will leave that to the insiders to discuss. I'm certainly not one of them. But the damage control from that era in the Republican Party, real or imagined, actionable or not, continues right now. 
Uh, nominating, by the way, currently uh, from the State Central Committee, nominating Dave Han right now. Uh, Kendall Qualls and Michelle Benson are nominating. Uh, see, Philip Parrish has just uh, been nominated. Two candidates so far, Phil Parrish, David Han. Uh, the nominations have been closed, uh, so others can't get in. The, the, there was a suspension of the rules. That was uh, that of which uh, Frank uh, Pafko spoke earlier uh, during the pre-show shout-out. The, uh, the, there was a movement from the floor to suspend the rules to allow nominations from the floor, which is what brought Philip Parrish uh, to the front. And briefly, Tyler Kistner, the uh, barely unsuccessful candidate, uh, second time running in uh, the second uh, congressional district running for the state party chair. So we'll apparently be voting for a state party chair. Those of you who are hoping for Philip Parrish, well, I'll hold my own counsel on that. There is a, I'll just editorialize here one more time. There is a sizable body of opinion in Republican politics that it's time to, quote, get rid of the insiders, uh, to get rid of the, quote, establishment, end quote. Let me just say, I'm going to respond to that with a riddle. What's the only difference between an insurgent and the establishment? The answer to that riddle is, Getting elected one time. That's all it takes. I mean, my favorite example of this was in 2010 when the Tea Party, uh, the, cla- the Tea Party class of 2010, uh, firebrand populist conservatives, people who pre- preached and practiced a breed of Republican politics that Ronald Reagan would have recognized, uh, swept into power in 2010 in the, in the uh, first Obama midterms, uh, disastrous midterms for Democrats nationwide, and uh, swept to control of the Minnesota State Legislature 12 years ago. Not the governor's office. Didn't quite get the trifecta. Thanks for nothing. Uh, uh, what was the guy's name? The, the ersatz Republican. I'm blanking on his name. But, uh, yeah, sw- swept to control. And two years later, those Tea Partiers who governed, or at least legislated, like good Tea Partiers, like good solid conservatives, the, the same class that brought us the likes of Michelle Benson and Roger Chamberlain and Mary Franson, got into office, governed as Republicans, and were regarded two mere years later by the Ron Paul crowd that swept into power in much of the GOP statewide as, and I quote, the establishment These were the dissident, insurgent firebrands of just two years earlier. And now they're the establishment. These are are people who, by the way, fumigated the GOP of the last, of almost the last of the dismal detritus of the independent Republican years, your Arnie Carlson, Dave Durbenberger years. By the way, I'm I'm informed Tom Horner was the fake Republican that essentially stole the election from uh, Tom Emmer back in 2010. Just enough uh, moderate Republican votes, by moderate, I mean Arnie Carlson, and Dave Durenberger-style Republican votes to uh, swing the election to Mark Dayton, which has led us to, well, now 12 years of fairly disastrous Democrat governors here. By the time Tim Walz, well, Tim Walz is done with his first term, heading for 16 years now of dismal, disastrous DFL governorship. Uh, We'll come back with more of that and uh, some of the results of 12 going on 16 years of Democrat power in Minnesota. When we return, Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot.
sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Attention, if you owe money to the IRS, this is an urgent message. The IRS is cracking down by sending out heart-stopping letters, aggressively garnishing paychecks, seizing bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. They call it enforced compliance, and you better watch out because penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. Don't let the tax debt destroy your life. You need to call Optima Tax Relief, the number one tax resolution firm. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks that the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands. Optima's resolved over $1 billion of tax debt for their clients. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, they'll fight to get you the best deal possible. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. The season is here. Whether it's upland hunting or big game, be prepared with practice at the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club located in Prior Lake. Don't miss any birds this season. Dial in your shot on the sporting clay courses. If you're an archer, Minnesota Horse and Hunt invites you to practice on the brand new 3D course and 16-lane standard range. The Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club is open to the public seven days a week. Set up the fun today. Visit horseandhunt.com. That's horseandhunt.com. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Learn to call should you care to join me. Hey, don't forget, you can get away from Minnesota's winter chill and kick back in the sunshine of a beautiful tropical island. We're giving away a seven-day, six-night stay at the Crane Resort in Barbados. Roy Vio and Eric the Travel Guy are providing the incredible getaway for you and a guest. You can register once each day between now and January 31st for your chance to win this sunny vacation. Break out of your frozen world here and go to am12athepatriot.com. Don't forget to pack sunscreen, flip-flops, swimwear, scuba gear if you prefer. At any rate, that's uh, the the, uh, (laughs) Ready, Set, Barbados giveaway going on for about another month and a half now. Plenty of chances to get involved. So, 
After 12 years of Democrat rule, downtown Minneapolis is back, baby. Oh, no, we've been gaslit about that one for the last uh, year and a half, two years now. Uh, Mayor Fry and the rest uh, and, and his phalanx of white upper middle class frat boys have been gaslighting the rest of us about how wonderful downtown Minneapolis is. Now, now I, I hasten to add that I'm not one of those people who talks about Minneapolis as if it's like the movie Escape from New York, the uh, 1980s classic with Kirk Douglas. Uh, you can go to downtown Minneapolis. You can go to Minneapolis and have a perfectly fine time and not get robbed. It can happen. I mean, I ran the numbers uh, six months ago probably. At the height of the summer, I ran the number of violent and property crimes in the city of Minneapolis per year up against the number of people in the city of Minneapolis. And I calculated that on any given day, at any given time, your your average chance of being victimized by a violent or property crime in Minneapolis is somewhere around 1 in 4,000. So... You, you, you go downtown, you go anywhere in Minneapolis. Overall, you go anywhere in Minneapolis on any given day, your odds of being victimized are about 1 in 4,000. Now, when you go and where you go changes those odds. You go to Linden Hills at noon on a Wednesday, your odds are probably infinitesimal of being involved in any kind of a crime whatsoever. You're probably going to be just fine in Linden Hills on a Wednesday at noon in the dead of winter. Your odds of being victimized are probably one in a million. I I don't know. I'd have to run the numbers. I haven't. But they're minimal. Your odds of getting victimized on at Lindale and Plymouth at 1 o'clock on a Saturday morning, probably considerably worse than one in 4,000. Probably down in the, the, the one in a few hundred range, most likely. But even then. Even then, you drive down Broadway, say, on a Thursday afternoon, you're probably going to be just fine. You drive down Broadway at 2 a.m. on Sunday morning, your odds are a little worse, but again, still in your favor. It's not like your World War II bomber squadron where every mission, a bunch more mugs get turned over because two crews out of 12 don't come back. Your odds of getting robbed, killed, uh, having your car stolen, are still very much in your favor. Just nowhere near where they were five, six years ago. I mean, the crime rate has more than doubled in some uh, classes of crime over the last six years. So while you can go downtown, and I myself have been downtown to various parts of Minneapolis over the last two years, without incident, still, your odds aren't nearly as good as they used to be. And in some parts of the city, they're downright bad. And people know this because when the city of Minneapolis put a ballot question on the ballot last year to reform the Minneapolis Police Department, that measure got shredded citywide, but especially in places like North Minneapolis, the Phillips neighborhood, and in seven corner or five corners, it it 
held up the best in places like Uptown and Powderhorn, places in northeast Minneapolis, of course, uh, northeast in particular, which is uh, basically an urban life theme park, uh, heavily given over to the things that make white upper middle class uh, tech industry and nonprofit industrial complex progressives feel good. But that's fine. Uh, the, the places where law and order actually matters, it got completely shredded. Anyway, I say that as background to this next story. Where, what I say, I have been to downtown Minneapolis. I was there a few weeks ago uh, for, for an event. I've been to some uh, shows at the Dakota, uh, one of the few essential places I still go in downtown Minneapolis uh, that I feel any need to go, along with a short list of others. But it's not the downtown it used to be. And I just got to say, if proclamations made with sort of this muted Minnesota gusto correlated with economic results, Jacob Fry's cheerleading would have downtown Minneapolis humming along like it was, I don't know, New York in the 1920s. Uh, Alas, they do not. Some of downtown's signature office towers are ailing, shall we say, financially. This story came out yesterday in uh, Alpha New- uh, Axios, rather, Axios, not to be mistaken for a conservative news source. And I quote, the 30-story LaSalle Plaza in downtown Minneapolis is scheduled to go to auction next week after the previous owner, the Teachers Retirement System of the State of Illinois, avoided foreclosure by transferring the building to its lender, Northwest Mutual. Nearby Fifth Street Towers is facing the same fate and may also go back to its lender this month, uh, according to Axios' sources, who were not authorized to discuss the matter. I, I find that I, hilarious isn't the word. I, I worked in both of those buildings at various jobs in the past in my tech career. I particularly like the Fifth Street Towers. It's a beautiful building. Uh, Through a series of bizarre bureaucratic uh, mistakes that I had nothing to do with, I wound up briefly, one of the great moments, probably the best five months of my cubicle-dwelling life, I wound up with a manager-sized window seat because nobody there knew I wasn't a muckety-muck. At any rate, both of these buildings are non-trivial office buildings in downtown Minneapolis. They are not, I mean, you can find a lot of low rent, lower, I should say, lower rent office buildings in downtown Minneapolis. This is not like the old Sexton building, which looks like it was something out of a Mickey Spillane novel from the 1930s or 40s. These are some modern kind of high ritz, high gloss class A offices. The Fifth, Fifth Street Towers is right off of the Nicollet Avenue train station. It's uh, the one the one that has the kind of the outlining in blue and yellow and neon around its uh, around its roof. Beautiful building. I love working there. The LaSalle Tower is is right kind of uh, on the right, right in the, the heart of downtown. Really, the part of downtown that used to be a lot of fun. Used to be like a two block walk to First Avenue. Used to walk down to Palomino to Rock Bottom for lunch when I worked down there. Well, it's scheduled to go to auction next week, and it's. Not just your garden variety class AAA office space. No, we're talking the big daddy here. Uh, Going back to Axios here, and I quote, real estate analytics from, uh, uh, I should say, real estate analytics firm TREP is keeping tabs on the IDS Center, the city's most iconic office tower, due to a 77% occupancy rate and the loss of the Nordstrom rack from the Crystal Court, said Senior Managing Director Manus Clancy. So these are three 
of the highest profile office towers in downtown Minneapolis. The IDS is is arguably the single most prestigious piece of real estate in the Twin Cities. It's the highest, the tallest building in the Twin Cities and has been for something like 50 years now. It is uh, a, a place where I used to work back when I worked as a voiceover guy full time. There was a studio up on the 35th floor on the south side. And when I used to get jobs there, and I, and I noticed all the producers on the other side of the room are going, voiceover work, what, what? Um, and, and I used to, I, I, when I get jobs up at this studio, which is just this beautiful voiceover studio with a south view looking down over the lakes and down, you could see all the way well down into Lakeville from there. Uh, I think, man, I've really made it. I mean, I'm not only going to studios to do voiceover jobs, but I'm doing a studio in the sky. I felt a little bit like a superhero for at least a couple of months there back in the summer of 19... Anyway, so 1987, which was, what, 25 years ago. Anyway, so the uh, this is the IDS Tower. Again, 23% vacant. They say 70% occupancy rate. Well, okay, which means 23% vacancy. These buildings can't survive terribly long financially if they're much under 85% or so I was told by someone in the commercial real estate business. And this is not alone. Commercial real estate in downtown Minneapolis is tanking all over the place. These are, I mean, if the IDS goes to auction and the LaSalle and Fifth Street Towers go to auction and don't sell for a whole heck of a lot, this is the path that downtown Detroit took 40 and 50 years ago. When the occupancy rates didn't support the infrastructure that was down there, and so the taxes got passed off on the the, the uh, residential taxes, which caused people to say, eh, it ain't worth that much. I mean, I can't work downtown anymore, and there's no reason to live here, so I'm moving out to Romulus. I'm moving out to Ann Arbor. Lots of happening. I mean, I mean, this is a vicious circle that's going to take years to play out in downtown Minneapolis. But if you are cheerleading the future of downtown Minneapolis as a vibrant commercial and residential center, this can't be good news. And staying the course that we're on in Minnesota certainly ain't helping. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. A merry little Christmas. Hear the soundtrack of the season at thefishtwincities.com. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Christmas classics and contemporary favorites brought to you all season long by Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. 
The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Hewitt Pence, GOP frontrunner. You know, Mr. Vice President, do you think those who oppose him, should they get together and organize beforehand to avoid the, the serial knockoffs that the former president is so good at? I mean, he's very good at this. Uh, look, the American people love competition, Hugh. You know, I have great confidence in Republican primary voters that we're going to sort out who should be the standard bearer of our party in the days ahead. I'm confident that uh, uh, Republican voters around the country are going to choose a leader that's going to lead our nation back to the policies and uh, and kind of leadership that'll that'll bring this nation to even greater heights than ever before. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hey, don't forget the greatest event in the history of Twin Cities Media Contest. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back. We're looking to pay your mortgage or rent, sure, for all of the next year. You can enter to win once a day between now and December 21st. So get on the stick here at am12athepatriot.com. Check in daily at the Freedom Fan Club page for a chance to score bonus entries. You can save a ton of money and do so much cool stuff with it. Just go to am12athepatriot.com. Get on it. Can't hit every post that on. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Or you can join us via Twitter, Gab, Parlor, MeWe, and Getter on hashtag NarnShow, which is where I've been hearing. By the way, uh, our good friend Frank uh, from uh, either Richfield or Aiken, depending on the day, uh, writes in via Facebook and says that the results are in for the chair vote. uh, just to recap here, this, uh, the the uh, insurgents, if you will, in the state central suspended the rules and got uh, Philip Parrish nominated to run for chair against uh, Dave Hand, former senator and incumbent chair. And uh, the election was just held, and Dave Hand has carried the day by 201 to 118, so that's 63% of the vote uh, on the first ballot. So that's a win right there. I mean, uh, there's, uh, you, the, the rules are you got to get over 60, 60, 60%. Uh, and on any of the ballots uh, to uh, to get uh, to to win the office outright, uh, Dave Han has won a re-election on the first ballot. I'm uh, suffice to say relieved. Uh, Philip Parrish has his has his certainly his place as the party here. I think he is focused on some things that aren't going to benefit the GOP one little bit. I think the Republican Party needs to focus on the essentials. 
of governing. And I think when we don't, especially in this last election, when we get diverted to sideshows, things go very, very badly. And I'm going to talk about that much more in the next hours. We're going to talk about the little circus sideshow that erupted over this past week with Donald Trump, Kanye West, and Nick, who? Fuentes. I mean, I'd heard of Nick Fuentes, but on another deeper level, I had very little idea who Nick Fuentes was. Uh, and I would love to be able to keep it that way. And and, and I, what that means to how Republicans need, I think, from my humble opinion, to take uh, to, to get back into office. By the way, I did get a call off the air, two different calls off the air uh, during the last few breaks here. First of all, from a little birdie at State Central, uh, one of Phil Parrish's supporters, Eric Van Mecklen, who I believe briefly ran for secretary of state uh, during this last cycle, was not arrested, but ticketed for some sort of disorderly protest conduct. So the, uh, the the parish crowd certainly was turning on both barrels. That was good to hear from Little Birds at State Central. Uh, we continue to watch the Twitter feed from State Central to see where that's going. But uh, right now with Dave Hand back in control, it would seem that the uh, the establishment, if you will, at State Central has retained at least close to two-thirds of the seats and two-thirds of the influence, which is to be expected the uh, at State Central, the, you're talking people who've been involved as activists for a long time. People don't get into State Central as a general rule without putting in a bunch of years volunteering, working, uh, doing the the work that needs to be done at the BPOU level. This is not the people who come rushing in when a Ron Paul uh, or, uh, for that matter, a uh, Scott Jensen run for office uh, and stay involved for a year and head home. These are people who have been, for better or worse, the faithful for quite some time uh, in party circles. And that's, they, they, the state central is the very definition of the establishment. I mean, the average, I suspect if you poll people at state central, the average attendee has been involved in Republican party politics for six to 10 years. I don't know that for sure, but having been at state central a few times as a participant and reporter, uh, it's not a uh, not a stretch. I'd say that's a, a safe average right there. So that's uh, what's going on there. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. So the uh, the the, the it, it, this past week, what on earth happened there? I'm just going to chalk that up to a computer error right there. The uh, this past week we had the. Uh, pleasure and privilege of being introduced to the new DFL legislature, which has minorities in the House and the Senate. Slim minorities, I believe a one-vote majority in the Senate, and as I recall, something like a four-vote majority in the House. It's a majority, but not a huge majority. An awful lot of people squeaked into office by a, 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 a whisper of a majority in the wake of a, a mass of people who were turned out by abortion and COVID voting, which will not be as big an issue in two years as it is today. So they're going to have to moderate themselves, most likely just a tad sometime as as some of the the rubber hits the road on some of these votes here. Uh, We talked about this last week with Brian Strasser, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. It's going to be a busy couple of years for gun owners and for Second Amendment advocates, but it, it can be done. We have fought back from worse. We we would be great to start winning some majorities and governor's offices here in the state so we don't have to fight back from defensive all the time, as we discussed last week. But facts remain. That's where we're at right now. 
uh, this past week, Minnesota anti-gun zealots, uh, who are now the majority in the House and Senate, already promised to uh, to make a red flag laws or extreme risk protection orders, as they call them, uh, policy. Uh, it's going to be a priority for them, those in universal background checks uh, in this next legislative session. Now, those are going to be the fights, that the battles that we fight. And there's also some talk about trying to ban, quote, assault weapons, end quote. I mean, President Biden himself stated that as a goal, which, as we discussed with Brian Strasser last week, is largely a fundraising uh, effort among the extreme left. I mean, it's it'd be completely unconstitutional uh, in light of the Bruin decision. It would get struck down because the AR-15, even the AK-47 are commonly owned firearms. And the Heller, McDonald and Bruin decisions made it fairly clear that commonly owned firearms in the civilian market are protected by the Second Amendment as a right of the people. However, the DFL has made no secret of the fact they're going to try and pass universal background checks and extreme risk protection orders, a.k.a. red flag laws. Now, we've talked about both of these many times over the years. A universal background check is useless for fighting crime because the same people who don't take background checks when they use a straw-purchased gun or a stolen gun today aren't going to start now that they're, quote, universal, end quote. They serve only to keep tabs on the law-abiding gun owner. And they will do exactly that because, and this is a piece of logic that Democrats have a hard time following. And if you're a moderate, I mean, if you know moderates in your life who are, remain to be convinced, this needs to be impressed on those who are capable of critical thought. A universal background check cannot perform its function unless it's part of a database that shows the paper trail of every individual gun from manufacturer to its current owner. The term for that is registration. And registration has been used against gun owners in many areas. New York, Chicago, the District of Columbia, Morton Grove, Illinois. When it banned guns, it used gun registration records to confiscate them. Same with Australia, for those of you who follow that particular debacle. Same with Canada, even as we speak. Same with California and New York State in banning, quote, assault weapons, end quote. The fact that they were registered became a bit of a problem. And there's no way to do universal background checks without them behaving like registration. That's a separate issue. We'll be talking about that with the folks from the Gun Owners Caucus in coming weeks. As far as the extreme risk protection order, well, I pointed that out uh, uh, to the I pointed the fact out to a number of the incoming DFLers that a number of Minnesota anti-gun zealots have already promised to use extreme risk protection orders to harass politicians and Second Amendment advocates that they don't like, and I asked them a fairly simple question, one line question. Are you going to make sure the proposed legislation makes malicious use a felony? Not a single response. The closest I got to a response was not from a legislator, but sort of a, a professional know-it-all from Colorado who said, well, the 2020 law said that only uh, chief law enforcement officers and county attorneys could actually bring the extreme risk protection orders. Oh, well, yeah. No way that any of those officials get politicized 
into perverting the law in Hennepin, Ramsey, and Dakota counties. No, perish the thought. (laughs) No way Mary Moriarty is going to use extreme risk protection orders as a political cudgel to harass her political opponents. Not a chance on earth is that ever going to happen. So shall we say I'm not feeling really sanguine about the incoming DFL's commitment to upholding the rule of law to say nothing of your individual rights to keep and bear arms among many others. Uh, that That's my big takeaway from this past week. So that was uh, one of my impressions of talking with the incoming DFL majority. The other one uh, came out this past week when the DFL Twitter feed uh, came out and said, Hey, let's uh, let's all go full speed ahead towards legalizing marijuana and pointed out that there is a uh, new line of DFL legalize it merchandise. Now, they're celebrating the fact that the at least one of the legal marijuana parties lost major party status in this last election year. So they, they only are dealing with one more election of uh, major uh, party status for one of the marijuana parties, as I recall here. And they are trying to brand themselves as the legal cannabis party here in Minnesota. Now, I'm not going to pretend I can predict the future, but I'm going to make a fearless prediction that I, if I had to bet a shiny new quarter, I would. And that is the DFL is going to use cannabis legalization in the future the same way they've used it in the past as a political cudgel to try and drag stoner votes out, but do nothing whatsoever for in terms of actually pulling the trigger on legalizing with their majority. It's worth more to them as a cudgel than as a, a piece of policy. Uh, we'll be right back. Northern Alliance M12A, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with a special half-price offer from AM 1280 The Patriot and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for $250. That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, and you could save thousands this year. Call The Patriot today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. Does inflation have you worried? Maybe you have an appliance or two in life support or dated ones that need to be renewed before the holidays? Don't worry. Appliance Renew has your back. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We have a large inventory of brand new name brand scratch and ding appliances at 20 to 50% off. Appliance Renew is your peace of mind solution in these crazy economic times. We have over 250 brand new scratch and ding appliances from LG, Whirlpool, GE, Maytag, Frigidaire, and more. Just waiting for you in our Farmington showroom. All appliances are brand new with a little ding or two. We thoroughly inspect and test everything, and we stand behind our appliances with a complete one-year warranty. Whether you're looking for washers, dryers, stoves, refrigerators, dishwashers, ovens, or more, you'll find it at Appliance Renew in downtown Farmington. Stop by today or search for Appliance Renew online. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. 
Stock market have you nervous with massive fluctuations? With the impact of inflation, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. But with Vantage Point, you won't have to guess. Text money to 813-813 to find out how you can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text money to 813-813 and find the consistency and confidence you've been looking for in your trading. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to get in or out of a trade. Text the word money to 813-813. We'll send you a link to our free live training. Protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Text money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting in, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash disclaimer and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice event offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813-813. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit onepillkilled.org to learn more. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, you can go on a 10-day adventure you will remember forever. Of course, I'm talking about the Stand With Israel Tour. October 25th through November 3rd. So you can skip the whole Halloween thing. Reason to do it for me anyway. You'll be joined by Michael Gallagher and uh, Dennis Prager broadcasting live from their trip and making sure this is the best trip ever. Register today, see the full itinerary at am128thepatriot.com. By the way, Prager's insight will be extra special as he has been to Israel so many times that it's actually listed in the Old Testament. Look it up, I saw it on the internet. By the way, we had an offline call from someone who described himself as a liberal, apparently who doesn't disagree with uh, doesn't agree with me much, but loves the show's music. That reminds me, I'll be posting the link to the, uh, the Spotify list for the show after the show uh, today. I've had a number of calls over the last 18 years of people who say they, they prefer the bumper music on this show to pretty much anything else in Twin Cities Radio, and all i got to say is... I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I love the music on this show. Who picks it out? I have no idea. 651 Anyway, thank you. Uh, by the way, the only thing I like more than people who disagree with me calling to compliment the show is people who disagree with me calling in to disagree with me. But that's fine. It's all good. I'll take what I can get. Thank you, Rich, for, uh, for your caller, uh, call, unnamed caller. So uh, 651-289-4488 if you're so inclined or just want to make a compliment. I can live with that, too. Anyway, let's take a moment out from talking politics to give a fresh round of applause to toxic masculinity. The story came out this past week. I'm reading the version from uh, CARE 11. And I quote, a fast-acting father was able to chase down his stolen vehicle after it was taken with his four children still inside. Yes, yet another example of a carjack. I, technically, it's a car theft because the father was taking some care of some business uh, a few steps away. When someone came up, uh, the suspect in this case drove up behind the father's vehicle in a car that itself had been stolen on the 800 block of Russell Avenue North in Minneapolis. The suspect then, according to CARE 11, stole 
another vehicle, which was occupied by the four children, all of them under the age of five. And by the way, upcoming episode notwithstanding, salute to everyone who's driving around out there with four kids under the age of five. Holy cow. I had three under the age of 10 at one point, and that almost drove me crazy. So salute to you, uh, to you, Derek Gachi, who, by the way, was the father of the children, still is, by the way, happened to be close by and jumped into the stolen vehicle. Uh, by the way, I can hear it already. Hey, what was he doing leaving the kids in the car? Oh, don't say you haven't done it yourself. You get out, you talk to somebody, you're borrowing a, a tool or you're bringing by a cup of sugar or, or bringing their copy of National Review over to them after mining their house while they're on vacation or whatever it is. It happens. You don't want to unstrap four kids from their car seats. So you get up, you walk up, you shut the car, you leave the heater on, you walk up to the neighbor, you, you trade the cup of sugar, give them their National Reviews. And you head back, generally uneventfully in a normal world. Well, North Minneapolis, not a normal world. Derek Gachi, the father of the children, was close by, jumped into the previously stolen vehicle that the suspect had arrived in and chased his stolen car until he rear-ended the car near Plymouth and Penn North, according to the Minneapolis Police Department. This, by the way, I just saw the movie Taken for the first time Yesterday, the Liam Neeson pseudo-classic, I have certain skills. I have certain skills. You leave my daughter and I'll hunt you or I'll hunt you down and kill you. That's my best attempt at a Liam Neeson accent. I, I don't think it worked, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, the, the A movie about a father whose daughter has been kidnapped and who, being a former CIA agent, has the ability to fly to Paris kill everyone involved and bring his daughter back. That's the sort of thing that, A, makes every moderately masculine father go, yeah, yeah, and also could not be made today because the hero would have to be the mother because men are not allowed to be, at least traditional cis-het male men are not allowed to be heroes in media today or um, unless they're like Brad Pitt already established as stars. Anyway, uh, where were you? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the Derek Gachi grabbed the previously stolen car and chased his car, which had itself just been stolen with children inside, through the streets of North Minneapolis until he rear-ended his own vehicle near Plymouth and Penn up in North uh, Minneapolis. The suspect then exited Gachi's vehicle and fled on foot. Uh, by the way, the paramedics arrived, looked at the children, no injuries reported, yay. Car seats, uh, one. Criminals, nothing. Forensic scientists with the MPD Forensics Division responded to process the scene, uh, said a press release from the Minneapolis Police Department. Now, I, first of all, kudos to Derek Gachi, whoever you are. I've never met you. I hope I do someday. I will shake your hand. If you're a drinker, I'll buy you a drink. If you're not, I'll buy you a pop, a bottle of wine. I don't care. Whatever your flavor is, it's on me because the world needs a lot more people like you in it. And... This, by the way, and I, I joked about this on social media uh, earlier before the show here. I said, okay, this is three cheers for toxic masculinity uh, because this is the essence of what masculinity is, actual masculinity. It's the controlled use of aggression to protect your family your property, your community. It's something that has kept society alive since the carjackers of the day were saber-toothed tigers. 
and ever since then, up till the present day. This is the sort of thing that is pilloried in less direct circumstances, shall we say, by the keepers of the dominant narrative. It's ridiculed. It is devalued. The, the, but, and as evidence of this, I submit to your, for your approval the term toxic masculinity itself when applied to anything short of, I don't know, Harvey Weinstein or Jeffrey Epstein or, or allegedly Prince Andrew and their depredations on the defenseless. When it is harnessed in the towards the protection of their families, it's the essence of what masculinity exists for in an evolutionary sense. And knowing what we know at this remove, I would have to say Derek Gachi is a prime example of what it should be. I semi-tongue-in-cheek said, yeah, three cheers for toxic masculinity. And a, a fellow on Twitter who described himself as a <clears throat> cishet male said, yeah, seriously, what kind of a straw man of toxic masculinity do we have built up in our heads? To which I respond, please. The modern narrative is that men's physical aggression is a bad thing with capital letters to be mocked or medicated into non-existence. And I predict, by the way, that if Netflix or whomever, Hulu, makes a movie about this episode under the current issue of our version of the narrative... The protagonist is going to have to be a woman because men are not allowed to act like that unless they're already established A-list stars. Anyway, congratulations, Derek, Derek Gachi, whoever you are, wherever you are, I salute you. Next round is on me. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Who the heck is Derek uh, Dick Fuentes? Nick Fuentes? We'll be right back. Are you looking for a unique Christmas gift that will keep on giving? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer Wayne Moran for a special half-price lesson offer. Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. The regular price for this five-lesson package is $500, now just $250. Only five of these special offers are available, so call the station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413. It's Mike Gallagher inviting you to join me for a memorable travel opportunity that will be the highlight of your year. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to Israel October of 2023 with the Stand with Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, as we visit key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you an unprecedented view of a region you've likely only heard about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to get all the details. We'll uncover important geopolitical sites and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll step foot on the ancient street of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and more. It's a trip of a lifetime, a real bucket list trip. We'll have special guides for our group, luxury accommodations. We'll broadcast our radio shows from Israel as well. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel Tour. Come with us in 2023. Register today. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or just visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Join us. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. 
Ireland. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WW. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.